Hi, and welcome to Something to Wear, a podcast about clothes, personal style, nostalgia, and fabric. We're your hosts, Alice and Wendy, two people who love clothes so much, we're recording in a closet. Let's get started. Now we're recording. Now we're recording. Great. And it has been some time since we recorded a non-interview episode. This is true. And in order to pad out our content flavors, we are recording uh, just the two of us, the original dynamic duo. Now it is the winter. And now we are uh, dressing in the midst of cold and early night. And I tell myself, I don't know, someone told me if you just reframe it in your mind into goth season and everything is just beautiful velvety blackness. Oh, that works for maybe two weeks longer than my previous strategy. It doesn't work the whole time. What was your previous strategy? Just be upset. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see how that might that might be more effective. Okay. Yeah. So it's goth season. It's goth season. I pulled out all my like black and like dark clothes, which again is working right now. It will stop working soon. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I have not tried that strategy. I did try to be goth very briefly several years ago and i was i was vaguely aware that i needed more things to do with the occult perhaps and more black much more black but i didn't really want to spend a lot of money and for whatever reason i didn't do a lot of thrifting that summer oh cuz it was covid and so i just ended up with like a lot of like black t-shirts from target and i was like is this goth i don't really think this counts as goth i think it's just boring So I don't have a lot of velvety, black velvet cloaks to pull out, but I've been trying to embrace the spirit of coziness, you know? Like, oh, I'm like a little mouse snug in my burrow, except my burrow is is a whole house with big windows that let in the cold. (laughs) I'm just the coldest mouse ever. (laughs) So yeah, I've, I've been pretty determined to not turn the heat up very high. It's been a long time since I had to pay for oil heat, and it is expensive. Oil heat's the worst. So I've been very, very cold. I've been wearing a lot of knitwear. Long johns, maybe like a couple pairs of pants, maybe a wool skirt, big sweaters, multiple sweaters on top of each other, hat, three pairs of socks. And then my mom gave me these little like wrist warmers, and they are so effective, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they keep... They, I don't know. You don't think of your wrists as a place that gets cold? I didn't really. When you put something warm on them, suddenly like you don't need your third sweater anymore. It's sort of like a reverse of the strategy of if you're really hot and you don't have air conditioning, you can just ice your arteries. Yes. That's always one of my like first go-tos. So it's probably the reverse, wooling your arteries. Exactly. You've got to keep them warm. Yeah. So that's been really great. And I have plans to knit a second pair so that I have two. But yeah, I will say it's not been... It's not been like the cutest era for outfits. It's very much necessity and wool. I mean, you've been wearing a lot of collared shirts under cardigans, which, and and like pullovers, which is always something that I am afraid to do because I'm always, I'm always convinced my boobs are too big. Really? Yeah, I get really self conscious about the way my silhouette is in that outfit, and then you look fabulous in it. So then I'm like, well, Alice looks fabulous in it, and you have a larger chest size than me. Like that's so, yeah, true. so it, if you look fabulous, then I could look fabulous if I did that. I just get really hung up. I didn't feel comfortable in it for a really long time, actually. In the last several years, 
I've really started to embrace it. I think I just got a lot more comfortable with collars in general when I worked at Drink. I had to wear a collar shirt every day. So then I was like, collars and what can you do to your collar? You can tie a little ribbon. You can put a little bow. You can make a homemade bolo tie out of a ribbon and a brooch. So cute. (laughs) Yeah, I was really proud of my homemade bolo tie. So now I'm like pretty comfortable with collars. And I've also, I just wear like, you just do it with a cropped like boxy sweater. And then like high waist of something. Yeah, no, the proportion is tough because for a while I didn't realize that a lot of people who are doing the layers of that look are not going... Again, you're like you're doing it true. You're doing it hardcore. You have an actual shirt with sleeves on under. I know a lot of people who who trick out and get a dicky. Oh, so I have never worn a dicky. Sometimes I'm like, oh, a dicky. That's kind of cute. It's kind of vintage. It's kind of fun. Like you don't have to wear an actual shirt. The truth is, if I feel like if you're not wearing an actual shirt, do the proportions lay the way you want it to lay? I, I think it helps me personally. Do you wear a dicky? I have a dress that has a dickie, and sometimes I'll pop it in just to see. I don't think mm. I've actually worn it out, but it convinced me so much. I wanted to like go to a Savers and get a collared shirt and cut it and make my own dickie that was a little bit more oh, versatile. Because the one, yeah. the one that is attached to the dress that I have that it goes with is really short, so I'm worried that it would like pull out a little bit. So I need one with like a little bit more yeah, circumference. I feel like you need it to be kind of long, yeah, because you don't want it to yeah pop out. And my friend, my I have a friend who knit a dicky with oh, a little turtleneck top. Cute. It's really cute. That's so cute. And it's it's interesting how like the layering under of the dicky is different from the word for it when it's when it's just a really short circular scarf, but it's not a circular scarf. Like an infinity scarf. A cowl. A cowl. When you're wearing a cowl. Cowl versus turtleneck dicky. Very different somehow. Yes. Yes. I do feel like... I think about this a lot. I'm so glad we're talking about this. I'm, I'm, me too. Me too. <laughs> I do feel like layering under is very trendy right now. I have a slightly better sense of what's trendy because I have the podcast Instagram now. So after a long time being off Instagram, now I'm back on Instagram. My apologies. It's fine. But it is making me learn about, you know... There's a lot of like layering under things happening right now. Under your little like 90s slip dress. Put your jeans on under your many tulle skirts. Yes. I was a big jeans under skirts girl in my teen years. But I don't know if I'm ready to go back to jeans under skirts There's, now. There are certain things like the, the plaid and the argyle tights are back also. Yeah. And argyle sweater tights send me directly back to the seventh grade. I would I would rock a pair of Argyle sweater tights, well, that, to be honest. That's the thing is I, I want them, but I can't tell if as soon as I put them on. And so I've, I've sort of I went to Target on the hunt for a good pair of plaid tights because I saw a cute pair online and they had the pair I wanted, but it's, a, it's like a full size too big, but oh. it might still be okay. I kind of prefer my tights a little big because if I buy the size that like is intended for my measurements, it just they slide down. I hate I hate it when they because for me it's like gotta be a pair of tights, maybe two. But I also wear a lot of mini skirts. Yeah, and so. I wear I wear longer skirts and I do prefer longer coats. So I'm counting on the fact that most angles of me will still be covered. But mm. it's a good it's a good question because I haven't really had to put it to the test. I also, I mean, have the privilege of not commuting very far. In that I barely commute at all. Like the real test is going to be having to get somewhere at night that I'm not necessarily like Ubering to or hopping on the very convenient train for. 
And yeah. th- I feel yeah. like that is going to happen much fewer and farther between. Like, I'm really excited to, like, wear some of these tights to, like, a family Christmas party. Like, that'll be really fun. Um, Yeah, when you're inside. When I'm inside. And I'll be inside. I keep forgetting that other people's insides aren't the same temperature as, like, the Arctic. <laughs> yeah, other other people have gas heat. <laughs> so hard to be cold in the winter but but that's also i much prefer to be cold than to be hot interesting i also try to prevent being cold but for the most part i run i run very warm i did turn the heat up when you got here though oh for, that was very for, nice the, of for you. the sake of company well and also for myself <laughs> i do i have my few my my cozy evening hours i turn it up and then i turn it back down and then and then i if I'm going to be working, I'm already like, what's the point of investing in my comfort? That's, I mean, well, we the problem with our house is it the heat doesn't circulate appropriately because a bunch of it was built. You know, I live in an apartment, but like a bunch of it was sort of like modified after the fact. So the circulation in the bedroom where I sleep is very poor. It's extremely hot in the summer and extremely cold in the winter. And the rest of the house is like a little drafty mm. just because of you know, the way the ceiling is, which doesn't seem to be very, but the, but the office has the opposite problem. The office that I work out of, which is like a, a, an additional bedroom in our space. And that is, it's always 10 degrees warmer than the rest of the house. So in the summer, that's unbearable. And in the winter, I just wear crop tops, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Objectively ridiculous. (laughs) You're welcome to work from our very warm office. (laughs) Honestly, I may take you up on that sometime. Um, we did a clothing swap. We sure did. Yeah. So that was really, really fun. So we wanted to have a little chat post swap about how it went and what we did and how fun it was and, the, and what we got or and what we gave away. And the moral of the story is everyone should host a clothing swap. You should do it. You should do it tomorrow. It's so fun. It's very easy. It's something that all of your friends have fun doing. And as adults... It's hard to find activities that aren't just about alcohol. So it was nice to have an activity that was just a fun activity. Yeah, it was just so fun and it didn't cost anyone anything. And and there were so many clothes. So many clothes. <laughs> I mean, it helps that all of our friends have crazy good taste. Yeah. And and apparently tons of clothes that yeah. they've been meaning to get Where rid of. Where have they been keeping all of them? I don't know. They live in apartments as small as ours. <laughs> uh, so it was great. I suppose it's possible that there might be someone out there who doesn't know what a clothing swap is right right so a, a clothing swap is uh what it sounds like you're saving stuff from the usual thrift donation pile and you're bringing it to a group of your friends and your friends are all looking at it and if they like it they can take it home with them and everyone just swaps all their stuff it's really really fun and it's a great way to get rid of things in general because it saves you money like the amount of stuff i got from the clothing swap would have cost me like probably a couple hundred dollars at savers that's at the thrift store. And we all walked away with like basically a new wardrobe. So yeah, it's, not, exactly. it's not necessarily a way to pare down, but it is a way to get rid of stuff is totally guilt free. Like, you know, is it something that someone you love gave you and you feel a little bad donating it to savers because, you know, maybe you just haven't. It's not quite your taste or doesn't quite fit you as well as you want it or, you know, whatever. It's a way to rehome that to somebody, you know, and so you feel more secure in rehoming it. Yeah. You know, maybe you have like a precious item that doesn't fit you anymore, but you loved it so much. I got rid of some, I I gave a friend a pair of really cute vintage shoes that like, they were always a little too small. And I could be like, I don't wear these very much. Please take them. And if you don't wear them very much and you don't want them anymore, just give them back to me. So you're like, 
giving you're giving your clothes an opportunity to be better loved without really like losing them to the void. Right. They're still around. You're going to see them around yeah. sometime. They're you becoming... can know their fate. I really do anthropomorphize my clothes to an absurd degree. Perhaps. Oh, but I feel it too. And some of the stuff that was drugged up at the swap for me, I had like a hot topic, like cowboy shirt that's been in my closet since high school. Oh yeah. Did someone take that? Someone must have taken it because it didn't it end, didn't up, in end the bin. up in the bins. So <laughs> like th- it's those moments where you're like, oh good. It's, it's still out there somewhere and maybe yeah. I'll see it again. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, it was very fun. It was very easy. Basically, what we did is you invited a bunch of people over, said, bring your clothes. We rearranged your living room so there was more space. It started out very organized. Like there were like different tables with things on them. We had like a like a clothing rack with things hung up, like coats and dresses. And then a couple people showed up and then it it got a little less organized. <laughs> Right, because because with every progressive group, I mean, if we really if we really wanted it to be to go off without a hitch, we'd do it in the style of um some clothing swaps I've been to before, where like everyone drops off their stuff the week before, you have time to sort of catalog it and and spread it out in a really particular way. It's not always possible to do that. That's we, way too much work. Where are you gonna store it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. Where would it go? Another thing that I really liked about this event, it was reminding me of the effect of going wedding dress shopping where a bunch of people stand around and tell you you look really nice it's true that it's really fun everyone's like oh my god that's so good oh my god and then or then you're like oh you should try this on yes there was a lot of that there was a lot of like i think you'd like this or i think you look really good in this and that's that's so fun too because then your friends are like embracing your good taste like you get to feel like you have good taste because you brought stuff that people are excited to try on but Mm -hmm. then all getting to like compliment your friends and like tell them they look good and stuff and you're trying to pick out stuff that you think they'll like and yeah it was it was really really fun and if you don't want something you can probably find someone who does want it maybe you try something on and you're like on the fence about it so then you hand it to a friend and then it looks better on them so you're like you take this and then you're like oh it's one less thing off my pile (laughs) i definitely i was worried that like people wouldn't be like talking enough you know like maybe we'd have to run little games where it was like everybody dressed in all blue and you'd sort of have to pick things but like people were really oh, gravitating yeah. towards stuff there was no need for me to worry we definitely about that, that would have been fun it would have been, been fun, fun but it wasn't necessary and frankly there wasn't really room it would have maybe deflected from my fear of looking really greedy as i kept poking at things and be like are you trying that on because i want to try this on <laughs> <laughs> i know i know you're taking that but i want to try it on but it's all it's all in good fun. It's like playing dress up. I feel it's like true. as grown ups we don't really play dress up that much. As and we a, don't get ready together. No, not since like dorm life, really. Yeah, and so it felt like that a little bit too. Yeah, you can make a little outfit, and then you'd go back out in your little outfit to find some more clothes. Yeah, it was helpful that we sort of divided my apartment. There was like the clothing swap area, and then there was the kitchen where you could sort of decompress because it is really overstimulating. Because you get to try on so many things. Yeah. It was fun because if I was in like a savers, I would really only pick up things that I knew were good on me. Right. Experiment way more with a clothing swap. Yeah. Here's like this hot pink dress with a thousand straps. And so everyone has to try. But it's always fun to try things on, even if they're not the things that you want to own. The slip dresses were insane. I tried on like a, there was like an orange one with a bunch of pink hearts all over it and like a lacy upper that I think everyone tried on. Yeah, yeah. And that one also got taken. I don't think that was pulled yeah. up in the final pile. I don't know who took which, that which one. Which is good. Someone needed yeah. to take that one. I got a couple little slip dresses, and I don't usually wear They were so slip dresses. good. But I'm really excited to, once once we have some parties, 
You got that magical lavender fairy dress. That was exactly. crazy. I think one big takeaway was we need more places to wear party dresses. Yes. Because everyone loves a party dress. There's so many. I always want them. Well, we're, let's do it for the Isabella Stewart Gardner. We are, uh, oh, my for, God. For the John Singer Sargent. Yeah, let's go. Let's go for the John Singer Sargent. Great. Amazing. Because that's all about clothes. So you it's them. all about clothes. And we'll, then we'll dress up for the Met. Yeah. Because that's also all about clothes. We actually have like an outfit occasional weekend. Yeah, there's a couple parties the next weekend after that. That's good. Then there's the holidays. It's, it's oh, yeah, because you have a party to attend. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party with a lot of lotto tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the clothing swap was really great, and we'll definitely, we'll definitely do it again. What are tips that we would give or things that we would do differently if we were doing it again? I was definitely struggling with where to put the mirror because I was worried about it being too close to the clothes. And so I, I moved it around a couple of times. I was like, oh, people are going to want this mirror in this hallway. But the mirror actually needs to be quite central because that's what everyone's gathering around and going, ooh. Yeah, there at- needs to be a lot of space around the mirror. Yeah. And it needs to be close so you can like put on a button up and be like, oh, no, never mind. I don't need to like right. explore this further. I moved the mirrors out of the bedroom and the bedroom became a dressing area. There needs to be a very clear dressing area. Yes. I mean, it's hard in an apartment. So we were using a bedroom as a dressing area, and I should have probably kept the mirror that's usually in there in that room, but I hadn't thought that that was where people were going to be changing for some reason. I don't know where they would have changed otherwise. Yeah, so I think lots of mirrors. That's key. The food plan was really important, having a break for food, because it was really overstimulating. Yes, the food break was important and not particularly planned. It just someone organically ordered pizza, which is really important. <laughs> someone took it upon themselves and was like, what is the food plan? This party starts at 5 p.m., which is funny because I also I thought the party was starting at 1 p.m. I forgot when I organized it for. So I bought a bunch of stuff for like mimosas. <laughs> I noticed that you bought mimosa stuff. I was like, huh, mimosas. Sure. Why not? Because in, a- in my head, it was like a brunch swap <laughs> when really it was like a night swap. That's really funny. I made a punch and that was good, like a little non-alcoholic punch. So that came out good. I think the next one we do will be in the summer so we can have it in your backyard. Yeah, the backyard would be better. We need to figure out how we're doing like dressing rooms outside. Yeah, we maybe get some of those little pop-up ones. Yeah, I think think the pop-up might be the move because, I mean, I I just worry about people being able to see into them from uh, above. Oh. If it's it's not a pop-up one. Oh, yeah, because you do live on the first floor and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I do feel like the only real downside to the clothing swap was that it was limited in space. So it was a little bit crowded, which was like totally fine, but there are other people, you know. There were there were a bunch of other people that we, we could have had we could have had yeah. twice as many people there. And in twice as many clothes, not that we needed that. <laughs> but we we needed more space for that. So I think a summer one will be really fun and that'll give everyone time to reacquire clothes. Although if we did do another winter one, I would love for this to be like a twice a year thing, but I would love for there to be a cookie swap and clothing swap this time yeah. of year. I think it would be oh, so Oh, that'd be fun. A swap for everyone. And that was, I was actually really worried about there not being enough of like a gender balance of clothes. That's actually a really important point. You need yes. to, you need to sort of, you sort of need to keep in mind, but really there are more options than you think. So like, don't worry about size too much. And because everyone has like a range of sizes that they have in their closets and everyone can bring in a ton of different things. Yeah. So don't worry about like who you're bringing based on that. Yeah. There was a lot of, there was a really wide range from like very quite small things to yeah. like much larger things. Yeah. I was mostly worried about like, if I invite enough people who only wear masculine clothes, will there be enough clothes for them? And there were plenty because a bunch of my friends who 
where a mix of things brought in a lot of stuff. And then the masculine people who are coming brought in their own stuff, too. So there was actually there was plenty. I also think it's very it's interesting. It's something I think about a little, but not like a ton. It's very like ingrained in us. The clothing is like highly gendered because often it is. But an individual piece is often not as gendered as you think it's going to be. Yeah, completely. Like a button up is kind of a button up. Like, yeah, the world around. And like certain pairs of trousers. I mean, it's just a good pair of trousers. Exactly. There were a few pieces where it's like it doesn't really like matter what the assigned gender of of a given piece is. Like a sweater is a sweater. To continue the clothing swap conversation, what did you get? What did you get rid of? I got so much and I kept a bunch too, but a bunch did go to savers, which is good. I feel like you, you put the image in my head of like saving it from savers. We didn't actually have to worry because like everyone took stuff. But but for that one glittering moment, I was like, I have to leave with as many clothes. But no, I mean, there were some real gems in the swap. Like one of our friends donated a bunch of Mary Mecco like t-shirts and dresses and yes. stuff. So I, I copped a cute Mary Mecco t-shirt. And I have two and a dress. Yes, <laughs> I got a fabulous velvet blazer. Oh, yeah. You did come home with that velvet blazer. Which I wore that. I've been wearing like one item from the swap every single day since the swap at least one item which has been really incredible because i can directly feel the effects every single day of how successful the event was like and so i got a bunch of skirts i'm trying to work up to wearing the skirts i haven't done that yet but um some really good trousers an adorable like gladiator style skirt that's like black but it has these like weird rhinestones on it Ooh. I'm calling it a gladiator skirt. It's oh, like a fake yes. pleat. Oh, yes. It's yes. like weird fringe pieces, kind of. Yes. Like really wide fringe. That's why it's <laughs> so fun. And a jumpsuit that is so comfortable. I wore it all day on Thanksgiving. It's like black a jersey material. It was perfect because I have a very like super casual sort of Thanksgiving environment. It's just me and my parents and my partner. So it was truly the perfect thing to wear. That's awesome. I got a cool hat. I'm wearing it right now. It's yellow. It has snakes on it. It is really cool. It's a really cool snake hat. And I got I got a cool like um tech bro like fleece that has um it's it's almost like a camo print on this like Sherpa fleece, like a Teddy style fleece. But yeah, what did what did you get, Alice? Great question. Yeah. So I got the aforementioned Mary Mecco. I got several pairs of jeans, like Madewell and Everlane. There were a lot of jeans. There were so many. I mean, I got a pair of your jeans, which are great. I wore them yesterday. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, there were a lot of jeans. And I got like four pairs of jeans. I probably could have found more, but I was like, I don't really need more than four more. Some of them are skinny. I'm wearing a pair right now. Like not a tight skinny, not like a jagging in a variety of washes. I got several like woven gathered like fashiony tops. Yeah, they're you know? very cute. So one has big sleeves and one has no sleeves, but it has little buttons. I got a few blouses in like black and then like a little polka dot, like olive green and black, like Madewell blouse and like cream blouse with red flowers on it. I got a couple sweaters, blue and then one that's like a cobalt blue and olive like houndstooth. Oh, that that was the cute one that everyone was was trying on. Yeah, and I got it somehow. I got a bunch of little slip dresses, one that's like red satin, one that's like a little lavender, like lace. The lavender lace one is fantastic. It's really cute. I'm looking at the balloon sleeve one. You got a little black dress with big puffy yes, sleeves. Yes, I got a little black dress with big puffy sleeves. I got a black like sweater dress that's yes. long. I got a green sweater dress that's short. Yes. I got 
uh, your lavender cocktail dress. That's very nice. Like a little wiggle dress with pleats on the bottom. Got a couple skirts, like a linen skirt. I got a linen top. I got a little denim mini. I got a little... I got a denim mini as well. We could match. This made me feel like it'd be really fun to do like group styling efforts. Dress each other up in each other's clothes. Get ready together kind of thing. Well, I feel I feel like that's the next step to the style book that we've been keeping with our friends, which is like something else we kind of wanted to talk about today. You know, we're at this stage, some of our more clothes minded friends where we are we all have shared photo albums of our outfits and we like like and comment on them. And I take an outfit every day. And so we're sort of one step away. Okay, today's prompt. Yeah. Why haven't we done prompts yet? I don't know. We've talked I just about think, it. I just think the conversation moved on so swiftly that we didn't we didn't nail down any specific prompts, but we should do prompts. What were some of the notable items you let go at the swap? I mean, things I tried to let go were my gold pants, but no one wanted them. So I took them back. I have these like (laughs) gold trousers that are just, they're fun. I was like, maybe someone else wants to have fun. I don't know how much of that I'm going to be having this season. (laughs) Not fun, but like in the gold pants. I had literally the same same interaction with my low rise, like dove gray (laughs) velvet knee breeches with the buttons and the bows and the gathers. And I... So th- this is a pair of pants. They're like really nice, a cotton velvet, very like delightful to touch. They were given to my mom in 2008 by a friend of hers. I coveted them. And so I looked at these pants that my mother had. They have three little buttons. They have like a yoke and then the pants are gathered and they have these little buttons. Maybe I'll put a picture on the Instagram. They're so interesting. Like if they didn't have the yoke and they were high-waisted, I would have been sold on them instantly because I too love a pantaloon like breech situation. Even I love the yoke, but they need to be high-waisted. So, so they're because they're from 2007. A few years ago, my mom gave them to me. Like they didn't fit her, she wasn't wearing them. She knew I always loved them. And I'm like, oh, my God, amazing. And you have to always keep them. because I have to always keep them because I loved them for so long. But now they're mine. They pretty much fit me. They're like a little big, not like unbearably big. I can't wear them because I can't wear a low waist. I've tried so many things. I tried like a blousey shirt. I tried a variety of silk shirts, like buttoned and unbuttoned. I tried a little cropped sweater. And it just, it doesn't look bad. It's so hard to wear low-waisted, low-rise things. And I put put the millennial Gen Z discourse aside for a second. It's just unreasonable. <laughs> it's always been unreasonable. Low-waist? Low-waist. They come in every now and then, and they never stick around for long. Because they're, they're hard to dress. They keep you cold. They throw off your proportions for 90% of everybody. And I get that dressing isn't always about proportions. Sometimes you want to shock but I believe that the majority of people do not want to shock. And so to any degree, like I just don't understand this fascination with the low rise. And, you know, I I struggle with a mid rise and yet I persevere. High waist is the way I will. I will. I will adjust my leg style. I will adjust the material type. But the rise of the pant is a non-negotiable for me. Yeah, I thought I could negotiate with this pair, but the truth is I can't. So now I'll just have them. I'll just have them forever until someday I want to wear low rise pants again or I find somebody who does. I took them to this clothing swap. I was like, these pants are incredible. I've always loved these pants. Someone in this very stylish group of people will want to wear these pants. People did try them on. Yes. 
They're very fun to try on. But uh, but nobody nobody was like, oh yes, I can make this work in my wardrobe. There and there, the materials gorgeous, the color, but it's like, why? I mean, because it was 2007. I wore low waists my whole life. I didn't even realize you could wear a high waist until I was like 17 or whatever. Yeah, same. Well, because you know when we were when we were coming up, it was all low rise like boot cut and the boot cut's very reasonable and in the low rise that is that is the one way to do a low rise is with a boot cut jean i I retract my my completely negative statement (laughs) i and what on top what do you wear on top you wear you wear a longer button up you do you do the true like cowgirl small town oh yeah okay Okay. and that's that's a good look yeah good look yeah yeah and you can get away with that no matter what year it is i concede yeah, yeah. I did the long t-shirt. And this is, we were talking about this trouser, like you need a long t-shirt, but then as soon as you put on the long t-shirt, it becomes Y2K again. Yes. Which is in, so maybe maybe you just lean into Yeah. That was another thing I tried to get rid of oh, at yeah. this place, at this clothing swap. I, I bought at Savers, I saw this olive green with white polka dot blouse. And oh, yes. It's like a wrap. It's knit. It's a wrap. It's olive green with like a large scale polka dot and then it has this little peplum and it has this little like gathered like three quarter bishop sleeve. Very dainty, very cute. I was like, this blouse is made for me. And I purchased it. I wore it several times, but something about it just wasn't quite right. So I took it to this clothing swap and it didn't get picked up there either. I think the phrase is colorless green ideas sleep furiously. Like all of the parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the parts of that were stuff that makes sense. The polka dots. You wear polka dots. It's fanciful. You wear fanciful things. It's knit. You love a knit. And then like all of those things combined yeah, somehow yeah. made it not work. You know, if it was a peplum or a wrap, maybe, but it's a peplum and a wrap. And that's th- that was the interesting divide of the clothing swap. Like, and this happens it's the same as going to Savers, where there's like some stuff that's just a little in an era in the way that the, the peplum is sort of stuck. In the in the 2010s right now, and the low rise is stuck in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And either you yourself can transcend that era because it's like so true to you, it doesn't even matter, or you have all the stuff. But like sometimes it's just it's hard to bring something back in. Yeah, depending on how specific of a thing it is. Well, it's like the little black dress effect, right? Like a little black dress is timeless, supposedly. A little black dress transcends time. You could always wear a little black dress. But every era has its own little black dress yeah. and it doesn't work in other eras. Yes. There were several like 2010s like bandage dresses at the swap. Oh, yes. And I'd try it on and I'd be like, objectively, this looks good. And if this was 10 years ago, like. <laughs> right, no. And like there were the there were the skater dresses as well with the with the very fun like American apparel print and the flare. Oh, yeah. There was skirt. a little starred skater dress that I kept like picking yep. up. Yeah. I've been leaning back into a lot of things that I thought I was growing out of lately. I feel like actually. I've been really doing the like little. I'm back on the mini skirts. I got this little denim button, like sort of A-line mini. And I wore it with tights and I wore it with like, I think I wore my um, Blundstones, but I, I thought about wearing my, my Fry riding boots and I wore it with like a little sweater. And I was like, objectively, this is sort of a dated outfit. It's like, cute. I saw it's a that. It cute, cute outfit. Yeah, it was a cute outfit. Oh, okay. One more clothing swap question. Was there something that you wanted 
very badly to make work, and it just didn't. I mean, everything that I wanted to make work ended up finding a home, so I didn't feel Mm -hmm. as bad that I couldn't make it work. There was an interesting little yellow lace jacket that if it had been any other color, it would have been perfect, but the fact that it was like this like turmeric yellow. It wasn't turmeric, though. It was brighter than that, because if it was turmeric, I would have worn it. But it looked, it, it was something you were, like, I was wearing it over a little sparkly mini dress that I'd also found that was way too scratchy and, like, definitely out of the question. But the jacket over the top of it made every, it, it was very Buffy Summers at the bronze, but it was the wrong color. <laughs> you know, I'm in goth season, so, like, Buffy Summers at the bronze is the vibe. And But it was the wrong color. It was the wrong color. And, like, it was, it was a polyester blend, so it couldn't have been dyed. Mm-hmm. Because the dye just never takes. Like yeah. Maybe if I, I don't know, but it seems. If you did it for long enough, maybe some of it would take, but like I not well. Probably just ruined the color. So that was, yeah. that was a little sad because I, I really would have liked something like that. But maybe it was for the best because again, like high feminine clothing makes me kind of anxious uh, and I keep gravitating towards it because I'm trying to figure out how to unanxious it for myself, which is, I don't know anyone else who does that. <laughs> Who's like, who's like, I don't like wearing this, so I'm going to wear it a lot until I feel comfortable in it. Yeah. Ooh, why do I like this so much? But then I put it on, I feel bad about myself. What is that? You know, like, let's explore that. Some people just wouldn't wear it. But not me. I want to try. I want to keep going. Summer, winter of the skirt. That's what's happening. But what, um, what were you sorry to walk away from at the swap? There was a pair of black platform Doc Martin Chelsea poots. That our friend brought, who has oh, like a good. size six shoe, and she brought them, and I was like, no, but I want to try them, and I put them on, and I was like, oh, they fit. It doesn't matter that you're a size six and I'm a size seven and a half, eight. Like I can wear these. And after about fifteen minutes, I was like, I, I, I can't actually wear these, so I had to let them go. But it was very funny because. I have a pair of Blundstone black Chelsea boots. They're like a dark brown, really, that I wear all the time, like almost every day. So you would think that I don't need another pair of black Chelsea boots. But they were such a different vibe that I was like, what if I only owned black Chelsea boots of different aesthetics? No, this is this is thinking you have the item, but actually you don't have the item. You have an item similar to that item is something that. Yeah, that those boots are totally different. And the fact that you only wear your blendstones in the winter, like that's that's the perfect reason that you also need this pair of Doc Martin platform Chelsea boots because it's another boot that you would wear just as much as the blendstones and it would add something a little different to your outfits. Exactly. You I have to find them on the internet, I guess. The minimalist machine would have you believe that every purple dress and every Chelsea boot is the same Chelsea boot and it is not, unfortunately. It's not. It's not. And I'm not saying the maximalists are always right either, but like, it really, the, the, but they the are different things. They are different things, and the minimalists are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a stronger point of view. So, what from the swap are you the most excited to start wearing, or have you been wearing since? Already been wearing the jeans like basically every day. I always think, oh, jeans, they're so, they're all the same. I only need one pair. It's so boring to just wear jeans. You do end up repeating, I guess, with jeans because you're repeating your same tops. But there's honestly, there's nothing wrong with repeating. And I just feel so comfortable in them. And they're so easy to pull on in the morning and feel like I'm put together. I'm ready for the day. Doesn't need to be a whole production. 
And then you can wear a cute little sweater. You can put your blouses under your sweaters. You can do a little neck, little neckerchief kind of thing. And then it's sort of like, oh, how can I be creative within that? So the other day I wore one of the slouchier pairs of jeans I got with like the little houndstooth sweater. Oh, yeah. Some like sort of some brick red socks and a little pair of brown loafers. That sounds really cute. I felt really cute. For Thanksgiving, I wore this little navy, like, sort of like sundress. It's like, it's one of those dresses that's kind of in between like a casual dress and a cocktail dress. Like you could wear it to a more casual wedding, but you could also just wear it out for like a drink or whatever. Yeah, it's a really good like after work. Yeah. No. yeah. So I wore that and like a long cardigan of Ryan's and my fry boots and some brown tights. And I got a lot of earrings at the swap and I have been wearing one or more of those pairs of earrings like every day. Amazing. I got these um sort of like a bacolite or like an acrylic white and black marbling in them and they're kind of like a hoop Ooh. shape. And then I got these little like terracotta color, just like little flower studs. And I've worn both of those pairs of earrings like a lot. That's what I've been gravitating to. What about you? Well, now I'm thinking about you and the Chelsea boots and I'm so I took a black coat and I've been wearing it a lot. It's a sort of oversized pea coat. It hits like mid calf and it looks just like the best oversized pea coat, not like I'm wearing like a long evening jacket. So I feel very I already had a black pea coat. You you had borrowed it for for a long period of time. It has a furry collar. I got it in college. It's very fitted. Yeah. And right now the silhouette is very not fitted, so I haven't been wearing it as much. And this feels like the modern silhouette version of that jacket. So I'm like obsessed with wearing it. And it's unlocked some outfits for me. I didn't realize that I needed an all black coat. Because I have a navy coat and I have a camel coat. I'm like, okay, bases are covered. Yeah. But what about when you're going to a local heavy metal show? Yeah. No you one need a black coat. No one will know you're goth walking up to the metal show if you're not wearing a black coat. So like it's really <laughs> really been helpful i felt super cute at um the goth heavy metal show in that i put a bunch of buttons on i have a little camera enamel pins of my cameras that my partner got me which is really cute, cute. and i wore it with my little like local metal band seed hat and i just felt very and i wore my oversized jeans that i also got at the swap that are black and they have rips in them i've been wearing the jeans a lot i really wanted baggier jeans and i got two pairs that i am really into and that are really high quality denim. I tried wearing the velvet blazer and the Mary Mecco top to a Liz Fair concert, and it felt like a lot. It felt very shocking. Too many things. It was a at lot. Once. It was a lot of colors. And then you've got like texture and loud pattern. It was bold. I was being a little bit bolder than usual because I hadn't really worn much all day, and I was like, I'll just throw something. And it didn't. It didn't quite come together the way I wanted it to. But at least I tried. It's fun to experiment. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't quite come together the way. You meant it to, but sometimes it does. Yeah, it's the winner of the skirt. So I'm really trying to put these skirts to use. And I think that Mary Mecco outfit was the first stab at like a more feminine vibe. But it wasn't it wasn't a feminine vibe because I was wearing very baggy pants <laughs> and this like cropped Mary Mecco. It was really strange. It was like kind of a weird outfit. You didn't put a picture of it in. I the forgot stable. to. I meant to, but I forgot. Oh, it wasn't it was not omitted intentionally, <laughs> which I'm making it sound like it was omitted intentionally because I kind of knew it wasn't working when I left, but I wanted to document it anyway. You know, I want to try more skirts in the winter and I have more tights to do that. I'm going to be very cold, but I I'm not going many places as as i've sort of 
been saying, you know, like most of where I'm going is is not that far a commute or or it's commuting in in a car or in a in a mm-hmm. covered mode of transportation. I'm not walking as long distances as I used a to. Covered wagon. <laughs> covered wagon. <laughs> Want to explore that a little bit more, but I'm intimidated by it, so of course I haven't worn any of those skirts yet. But I also got this cute little it's like a high-waisted green pinstriped dress. Oh, that's really, I really like that. Yeah. It's like kind of like a shirt dress or almost like a coat dress even. It's Yeah, it's like a coat dress. It's like very structured. But it's also like a wrap dress. It's like a very mm-hmm. structured wrap dress. And it's mm-hmm. got a weird little high collar. And I, I found some ribbed thigh highs that I want to wear with it. Ooh, fun. Because I think they'll echo their like little stripes on it. So I think it'll echo the stripes on the, on the thing. I've been looking at a lot of tights lately because I've been trying to figure out what the perfect tight is to go with Love all of these tight. new skirt hauls. There are a lot of like really colorful tights in right now. But you look at the photos and I get really stressed out because the legs all become two-dimensional in the photos that I see. Oh, because of the patterns? Yeah, there's something about the way the pattern, or if it's a particularly bright tight, I feel like you lose a lot of dimensionality in the leg. Mm. Yeah, bright tights are back in, but I still have not really been reaching for mine. Yeah, it. well, I got rid of all of mine, and for good reason. I sort of decided that I... I don't know. I was like only color blocking it with blacks. This was in college. I'd wear the bright tights and I'd have like black everything else. And it just felt, it felt like I, I wasn't really trying to be mod. So I it didn't feel intentional. So I stopped doing it and then I mm. stopped wearing the tights. I have a pair of burgundy tights. This is getting so rambly. But I love wearing my burgundy tights because they're sort of muted and they're darker. And so I'm like, well, maybe if I can find like the right muted plaid, maybe, or like another color that's also muted. but Muted colors are kind of boring because the bright ones are in right now. So it's just looking at a lot of photos of legs, trying to understand. <laughs> trying to figure out what kind of tights you want. Yeah, the, the math the math lady meme, but legs. <laughs> well, so the follow-up to this, which is the thing I forgot I wanted to say about the clothing swap, is when we were trying on stuff, I tried on a pair of jeans that were really skinny and had rips in them. And I tried on a little crop top. And it looked good on me in the same way that, like, the bandage dress you were saying looked good on you. And, like, mine... It wasn't, it didn't look super dated. Like I could have probably worn it, but it looked like a different Wendy. It was like a Wendy that worked oh, at Claire's. Yes, Wendy that worked at Claire's. Oh, she was cute, but she wasn't you. She was cute, but she wasn't me. And so, like, how do I, how do I do the winter of skirts and not turn into Wendy from Claire's? Cause that's... I don't think you're very in danger of turning into Wendy from Claire's. I, see, this is, this is, <laughs> this is why I need to explore this because I feel like I am on the precipice of Wendy from Claire's. Oh, no. All of no, the no. skirts I got are black. Or tasteful brown silk. Like they are not, nothing, nothing is bright except for the Mary Mecco shirt I've already misappropriated. Wendy, Wendy from Claire's was wearing like a lavender ruffled crop top. I don't think, but I mean, I understand you're concerned. I don't think that uh, you should be worried about that. It just feels like I'm at the precipice. Feminine dressing scares you. It does. It does. (laughs) And I have to lean into danger. That's... (laughs) That's just who you are. That's just who I am. <laughs> Does that tie into what you were trying to say? No, not at all. But I will, I'll say it anyway. I'll say it anyway. I don't know where it ties in. Something that I have been doing because it is cold and it is dark and I am wearing many, many, many layers. I can feel very like schleppy in that, you know, jeans with long johns under them and my three pairs of socks and my my fitted sweater and then my slightly less fitted sweater and then my extremely baggy sweater. So something I've been trying to do to make the warm dressing and the winter dressing feel a little more intentional 
and a little less um, like pajamas is I've been trying to incorporate structure and unstructure. Mm. So something I, I wear, I feel a lot of like pretty structured clothes. Like if I'm going to the office or if I'm going out, I'll reach for something structured. But then when I'm at home, it's all soft, soft, soft. Yeah. So I've been exploring like, can I pair the structure with something soft to make the structured thing feel cozy and acceptable for home and then the soft thing feel like I'm dressed. So like the other day I wore like a sweater dress with tights and slippers obviously because it's cold. But then I wore like my little my little plaid blazer. So then I was like now like now I'm like more dressed. I also struggle with feeling dressed around the house. Um, I got a pair of like trouser trousers that are like made out of sweatpant material at the clothing oh, spot. Oh, nice, nice. And so those are now my like work sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're kind of like trousers. Yeah. <laughs> but like it would be it would be nice to keep. I keep trying to figure out like the right upper part, which as we've, you know, I'll put on like a blazer and then I'm instantly too hot in the office because it's so warm. <laughs> yeah. You can only wear a crop top. <laughs> so it's like crop top and blazer <laughs> and work sweatpants. It's really, it's a disaster right now, but no one can tell below, <laughs> below the neckline. <laughs> I wore my big sweaters and my long johns um, and, and my long johns are like an olive green. But then I put over the top, I put my I put my like blue cobalt blue 50s Ooh, shirt dress. I saw photos. It was good. And it was I was because I was so cold that morning and I was laying in bed and I was like, oh, I just want to wear something warm, but I still want to look cute. And I was like, well, that dress is made of wool. It was actually very cozy. And I think in episode two. Of this podcast, I tried to figure out how I would wear that dress, and I hadn't successfully um, figured it out since then. Um, granted, it's a wool dress, and that was in April, and now it's November. So I realized that this is the niche. It's like a wool, cozy house dress, and you wear it with a sweater, and it doesn't have to be like it's not a party dress. It's like a day dress from the 50s, but because of its being from the 50s, I had sort of elevated it to the status of a party dress. But then if I want a party dress, I'm going to reach for like anything else. Yeah. Something that feels like party. The purpose of it is very important. So having turned it into like a casual home day dress makes it like instantly something I want to reach for. So there you have it. (laughs) It's funny that you say that about the dress because I was actually thinking of adding the tuxedo vest that we talked about in that second episode to the jumpsuit that I wore all Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Maybe the time's coming. Maybe we're coming back around. Maybe we're coming back we're around. We're circling back. Well, it's about that time again. Yeah, we're going to wrap up for the wrap up for the night. And now we're going to leave you with a few questions. What are you wearing to stay warm and happy in the winter? What's the one thing you just can't seem to style? And what's an outfit you took a risk on and were pleasantly surprised? Let us know. Um, as always, you can write us an email at something to wear podcast at gmail.com or check us out on instagram at something to wear podcast yeah if you have questions i guess or comments questions comments uh let us know or anything you want to scream into the void yeah anything you want to scream into the void give us a follow look at a picture of of a, of a pair of low-rise velvet um knee breeches from 2007 do stay tuned for our next episode yeah <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.